Mary Steen, and you are listening to Side Grace, a place and a space that was created for all things mental health, all discussions and conversations surrounded around mental health. We also approach mental health with a side of grace, aka why I called it Side Grace. I share intimate stories about the things that I'm going through in my growth journey throughout this year and years prior in hopes that it increases insight for you on your own mental health. So thank you for joining me today here in this safe space and I hope you approach everything with a side of grace. We are going to start the podcast right now. This week on Side Grace, we are talking about the holidays. And typically, when you think about the holidays, you think about joy, love, laughter, um, so much excitement, being around people that you love, uh, just a great time, a warm feeling time, right? But there are some people where the holidays might not bring all that joy, right? And so I kind of want to break this up into a segment where we talk about the overall stressors that holidays can provide, but... This week, we're really focusing on the stressors of going home or being surrounded by family during the holiday season. And there's many reasons why I say that. Oftentimes, you might see this in college kids who have to go home. You know, they've finally been away. They've gone this independence and now they have to come back home. And their household might not be an ideal place for them to be during the holiday season. So... That's kind of what kind of came about for me was noticing when I was going through it and going home and college and even still today, it can be difficult. So that's kind of what inspired me to create this week's episode because I know the holidays are creeping up very, very fast. So I decided to span again, question of the week to everyone on my three Instagram pages, my side grace and my personal and my lifting account. So I asked everyone, are you feeling stressed or anxious this holiday season? 77% of you said yes, and 23% of you said no, you're not feeling stressed. So again, there are some people who are definitely feeling the stress of the holiday season. So I decided to expand that question a little bit more so that we can kind of feel out, you know, specifically for this episode this week. I then asked that follow-up question. Are you, um, any stress or anxiety? Are you feeling any stress or anxiety about being around your family for the holidays? So 42% said, yes, I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling anxious about this upcoming holiday with family. And 57% of you said no. Excuse me, 58% of you said no. So that's kind of telling me that, hey, there are definitely other stressors for holiday seasons, right? But again, this episode is specifically for going home or being around family members. So... 42% said, yeah, that's one of the main stressor for me. 
And then my follow-up question, the third one that I have is, are you feeling nervous about potential family drama this holiday season? 61% of you said yes. And 39% of you said no. So that is also, again, a stressor and anxiety provoking thought for a lot of people. Why did I do this question of the week? Well, I really wanted people to kind of normalize the feeling of not being super excited to come into the holidays. I love the holidays. I love Christmas. I love all this festivities and lights, right? But sometimes it's really difficult for people to get into the holiday spirit. And I don't think we talk about that enough. And I don't think it's something that we should alienate people for. You know, maybe one year you're, you are just super not really excited for the holidays. Maybe there's some difficulties in your family that's really causing that for you. So let's talk about that. And I wanted to get that input from other people so you can feel a little less secluded if this is how you're feeling and you can feel more of like, okay, other people also feel this too. So then I also just asked one more question and I asked people to kind of expand on it for me. And that question was, I asked them if they can share, you know, some of the stressors that they're kind of experiencing or anxiety provoking thoughts or feelings that they're feeling about the holidays coming up and around being family, right? So one individual, again, these are all going to be anonymous. One individual shared that this is their first Christmas without a loved one. And I completely understand that feeling. And even though this is technically not my first it definitely is really hard and it's this feeling of like there's someone missing. So that's hard. Another person said my effing future sister-in-law causing problems. That is a concern for someone this holiday season. So, and I know who this person is, but <laughs> it's a concern, right? That family drama, the anticipating of things are might not go right with certain family members, which might cause other individuals to stress out, feel distressed during the holiday season. And it brings on just a lot of um, multiple dynamics intermingling with everyone. And it just causes a lot of feelings. So that's one person's concern for this holiday season. Another person's concern is that, or another stressor that they have, is that they have decades of enabling and holding no one accountable which equals trash gathering. So this person's talking about just the overall family system. You know, there is decades of enabling, right? No boundary holdings and holding people accountable, which then just equals this fire pit of just trash family gatherings. So as you can see, there are multiple concerns and other people who also feel the stress and the anxiety of the holidays kind of looming around. Now that I got to share a little bit with you about, you know, what other people are feeling, let me dive into what I'm feeling this holiday season. 
I know before I've talked about quite often about the dynamic in my family system and how oftentimes it can be really stressful for me to the point where I was really pushed and encouraged by my therapist that I love dearly to, you know, really find a place where I can grieve, where I can be myself, where I can feel safe. And that's what really led me to getting my own place. However, I do come back very often because my nephews are here. They are my absolute world. So I come back for them as well as my gyms here. And I also built my podcast. So this is also another safe place for me. However, when I was in college, so I'm going to backtrack it to college. And when I was in college, leaving my friends and leaving that safe environment that I had curated for myself in the first time ever was so difficult for me. It was so difficult to come back home knowing that something's going to happen and an argument or many arguments are going to occur to know that I would probably spend a lot of the holiday season, that's like a month, a month and like a couple days in college like time, really just feeling sad, wanting to see my friends. Luckily, I was in the track program, so I got to come back earlier and hang out with all my track friends at college, which made it a little bit more exciting. But I felt the pressure of having to leave uproot my life that I've had for four months at school, come back home for a month, and absolutely just goes through, less than better words, trash mental health. Like, it was hard. It was difficult. And that was, I hated every moment of it. There was definitely a lot of good moments, but I do remember dreading it. I remember counting down the days when I had to go back. And yeah, it wasn't fun. So now let's fast forward back to present day. I still have my own place. It's my safe place and I love it. It looks a little bit different this year though with me coming back home for the holidays. I'm not really concerned about the arguments. I'm not concerned about other family members um, impacting me and how I feel. What I'm most concerned with is that empty feeling of a missing person. So my focus is away from other people and how they might treat me. And it's more so like that feeling of someone's missing, which is the grief, right? So that's what's looming in my head. And that's what's really causing me a lot of stress to come back home because I know there's going to be a lot of different dynamics. You know, there's going to be my grief. There's going to be my dad's grief. There's going to be my mom's grief, the boy's grief. Like there's going to be so many different types of processes throughout that time that I'm really trying to remind myself that I can't take on everyone's grief. It's just my own that I can really control. So that's where I'm at present day with the holiday season, right? I'm a little anxious about it. I'm anxious about what's going to happen grief-wise. You know, I'm also anxious with, I know that my mom probably will not participate in the holidays. And that hurts me because that makes me feel like I 
kind of, my mom has completely checked out of my life in a sense because of her grief. So it's interesting how college me and grad school me has two different types of anxiety and stressors when it comes to coming back home for the holidays. Now we're going to talk about why do people get stressed or feel anxious about going home for the holidays and being around family members and relatives and loved ones. Why is it a stressful situation? Why is it anxiety provoking? Why is it, you know, that anticipatory feeling of doom waiting for the next like shoe to drop? And I think oftentimes people think that holiday seasons, you should be so happy and grateful to be around the people that you love, people who love you. And that's what's really sold in the Hallmark movies. <laughs> but as we are learning, family systems are not all the same. Not all families are like the ones in the Hallmark movies. You know, not everyone gets along with their family members. But we still got to be in the same room with them somehow. Maybe holidays is not really celebrated in some people's households. And that's really upsetting for someone. Maybe there's trauma in that family system, that family home. Or maybe outside the family, family members. You do not know why it might be difficult for someone during the holiday season to go home. Like I was saying before, when I was in college, I often felt that anxious feeling of having to go home. Like, oh, I really just want to be here with my friends. Like my friends were my family and they still are my family. So that's difficult for me to uproot and leave. And I started to see on TikTok a lot. I know I mentioned TikTok a lot, but I was on TikTok and I was seeing a lot of college age students, undergrad, literally just showing so much emotion and dread and anxiety over having to go home for the holidays. You know, going home, thinking that their family members are going to be excited. They could care less. Like I saw a couple of those videos. I saw people really just like bawling their eyes out, having to go home. And I don't think people realize how important a safe space is. And if you were able to create a safe space and then have to leave a safe space to go home to a space that you don't feel safe in or don't feel happy in, that's a lot. And oftentimes colleges, you know, don't really take that into consideration all the time. And they tell students, hey, it's time to, it's time to go. It's winter break. You need to go home, get out the dorms. We're locking it up at a certain time. So that's difficult, right? You don't have almost another choice. Some schools, you do have a choice, but a lot of schools, you might not have a choice. You might have to pay extra money. What if you don't have that extra money? So there's that. But for individuals in that space, absolutely. And then there's individuals who aren't in the collegiate space and they just, you know, they're currently living on their own. Maybe they're living with a partner. And they still, again, have the same feelings of those in the collegiate space, right? Having to deal with 
not even having to deal with having to be around, come back to a space when you already created your space, right? Like you created a safe space for yourself in your apartment, your house, whatever the case may be, you created and curated a space for you to feel good in. So going back to something that wasn't necessarily that great of a safe space for you, or maybe it wasn't the ideal space for you, that can be difficult. That can arise a lot of feelings and emotions. Having to intermingle, and this goes for everyone, having to intermingle with individuals that you just might not get along with well, that's hard. And especially if it's an elongated time, right? Now, if it's a day that still brings out just as much emotions, right? We don't always know what our family members are going to say, what they're going to do. We can't control them, but we can only control how we react and how we feel. So all in all, it looks really different for everyone. Everyone has very different reasons why going home for the holidays might be hard. So sometimes you just have to ask, ask yourself and ask someone else as well. Ask them or ask yourself, what's so hard about me going home? What arises for me? What comes up for me? What do I feel? What does my body feel? Check in with yourself and check in on others. Holidays is not always the happy-go-lucky time for everyone. So please be mindful and just check in. Now we're going to move into how to cope with the stress the anxiety, or any of the emotions that really get brought up for you about going home for the holidays, right? And what emotions can you feel? Well, I don't think any of the emotions are off the table. I think you can feel sad. You can feel mad, right? You can feel that anger. You can feel frustration. You can feel confused. None of the emotions are off the table. Shoot, you can feel happy, right? You can feel happy. And maybe the next minute you feel really sad or angry. There are so many emotions that you can feel. So it doesn't mean that you're only going to feel anxious. You know, it, there's a lot of emotions that can run through you during that holiday season of being back home with your family members. So we're going to kind of talk about how can we cope? You know, what are the things that we can manageably do during this time? Because again, like I said, we can't change the people around us, but we can kind of curate what we can do for ourselves. So the first thing that you can do is kind of understand your expectations, right? Understand what do you expect to happen? You know, what do you hope is going to happen during this holiday um, gathering? And kind of figure out, you know, why are you going home? Why are you going to spend time with family? And If you feel like oftentimes that you're going home to fit someone else's needs or expectations, so if you're going home just to, you know, I have to go home because my mom needs me to, right? And I know it's difficult because I have it myself. Like this is, I understand that. But if you're going home due to someone else's expectations, maybe it's 
okay to adjust your plans, right? Maybe you can think about, okay, maybe I don't have to go home or maybe I shouldn't go home this year or this season or change your expectations. So if you think it's going to be this, like, I don't know what Hallmark Christmas movies, I'm not really that big of a Christmas movie show, I like watcher, but if you feel like going home is going to be this like Hallmark movie experience and that's your expectation, it's important to have that check-in with yourself and say, reality is it probably won't be like that. There might be situations that occur and that might upset me. So being really mindful and saying, you know, I wish this would happen, but I understand that that probably won't happen. So either you have to adjust your plans or adjust your expectations. For some individuals, you can possibly adjust your plans, but for others, you probably can't. You probably do have to go home. So then that's when you want to adjust those expectations that you have for the family gatherings. Another tip that I have is to set your boundaries, right? Figure out what boundaries do you want to have and set for this time being, right? And I want you to do this before you go. So this is kind of homework before you go home or before you see your family members or if they're coming over. But whatever the case may be, what are your boundaries? What are the things that you need for yourself to keep yourself healthy mentally, emotionally, and physically. So think about your boundaries. What do you really need? Communicate it with yourself. And then if you have a family system where you can communicate it to other people, try communicating it to other people. But if you can and they're not open to it, do you have an individual that you can communicate it to? So that they kind of know, you know, what's what they can do to help you keep your boundaries. So again, think about what do you need boundary-wise. Maybe it's you need your sleep, right? So you need to respect my time. If I'm ready for bed, I'm ready for bed. Maybe it's dietary boundaries. It can be any boundaries that are specifically for you that you need to keep yourself safe, healthy, mentally, physically, emotionally during the holiday season. So another tip is just to mindfully uh, stay open to other people's needs as well. Um, So again, as much as you want to shut off everything and just be like, nope, I'm going to do this all for me. In reality, there's so many different people around you, right? So there might be times where it becomes really overwhelming or maybe you don't want to necessarily do something. So again, respect your boundaries and what you need to do. Also remember that there's so many different people around you and oftentimes I remind myself that especially if we're doing hard conversations at the dinner table like that's who that person is and I'm open to what they're saying but I know that's not directly how I feel that's not what I believe in and after tonight that's they're gonna leave with that I'm gonna leave with my opinion and I'm open to what they are saying I'm open to their needs as well but don't put on the expectation of others onto your own and what they're saying what they're doing right 
but just be mindful that there are other people and there's multiple personalities. So remind yourself that. Another tip is to be mindful of how much you are consuming substance wise. So again, might be a really stressful time and it might be something that you would think that you might need substances for, right? Be mindful of that because that could be really harmful. We might be consuming more than we usually do to get through a situation. So just again, check in with yourself, check in where are you, where are you mentally, right? What's going on for you? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to walk or take a drive away? Before you even touch that substance, just check in with yourself. It's really easy to get yourself overconsumed into substances during the holiday season. The next tip that I have is to just take a moment, like pause, stop. If you find yourself really getting overwhelmed by something, pause. Just take a take a breather, right? If you need to walk outside, get some fresh air, take a walk, do that, right? Again, that's setting a boundary. That's understanding and checking in with yourself. And if you find that, you know, you're feeling that tension, you're feeling your body reacting, you're feeling your mind and your wheels spinning, you're really getting triggered by a situation, just pause, take a step back, take a breather, do those three deep breaths, right? That four, seven, eight breathing, breathing in for four, pausing for seven, breathing out for eight. And go try to take a walk if you can, or take a drive or take a bike ride, or maybe go up to a safe space in the house, right? Maybe go pet your dog or your cat. Whatever you can do just to remove yourself from that situation will be really helpful during a time that you just feel really heightened. Another tip that I think is really useful is, you know, when you're getting into those really heightened discussions or maybe there are situations that are occurring in your family, this is just a reminder to always just speak for yourself, right? Speak for yourself, speak for how you feel, what you think, but you can't speak for others, right? So speak on what you believe on, what you are thinking, what's going through your mind, but Again, a reminder, don't speak for other people, right? Allow the other person to express how they feel. And that's kind of where that openness comes into play as well. So just speak for yourself. Don't speak for others. Another tip is to sit in your feelings. So if you are feeling sad, you're feeling angry, you're feeling just so many different emotions, find a space where you can just be by yourself and feel your feelings. Cry it out. Don't try to erase it. Don't try to just get through it real quickly. Don't try to push it back. Go sit in your feelings. Feel what you feel. Don't allow it to bottle up because if you allow it and you're suppressing it and you're suppressing it over time, all those feelings, I say this to all my friends so they will know this, your feelings are demanded to be felt. So if you suppress it today, it's going to come out eventually. So feel them. Feel them by yourself. Feel them with another person that you really feel safe with or a pet, whatever the case may be. But 
Try to feel your emotions when they need to be felt. Another thing is to, another tip, is to refuel and establish your routine, right? So if you're going over to a family's place and maybe you have a routine at home, can you think of a routine that you can have while you're at your family's place or at a relative's place or maybe they're at your place? Can you manage to find a routine that works for you during that time that provides some good things for you like when you eat your meal, when you take your shower, when you go to bed, an activity or two that you like to do for yourself, um, spending like whatever works for you, but can you build a routine for yourself? Right. So I think that'll be really helpful. Um, just making sure that you implement things that you like to do in that routine during that time. Even if it's, I need a half an hour to an hour by myself, I need to do that for this um, family gathering. And then after, if you want to, just a little bonus, take a family, like take a vacation if you want to. Like take a little, like after this, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Like, or maybe just plan a little trip with friends, whatever the case may be. But plan something that you really want to do after this family gathering, relative gathering, right? So treat yourself, reward yourself, right? Do something that you want to do maybe it's a weekend getaway maybe it's a day getaway with some friends or loved ones or um, significant others whatever the case may be plan something for yourself treat yourself you really deserve it during this really rough time so with that being said I hope that the tips that I provided you were really helpful and kind of figure out, you know, what can I do when I am home during the family, the holiday season, right? And maybe family's coming over to you. So what can I do when they're over? So it's important, again, to check in with yourself, right? Know your triggers, know your boundaries, and evaluate your expectations and your plans, Make sure that you're able to implement things that you really like to do for yourself to keep, again, that good feeling in your heart during this time. If you're someone who is grieving during this time, also, again, these are really important to check in with yourself. Sit in your feelings, feel what you have to feel, and know that it's okay to feel sad during the holiday. This is for everyone. It's okay to feel sad, mad, angry, frustrated during the holidays. I know, again, Hallmark tells you that you have to be happy, but that's not the case. You are allowed to feel your feelings 365 days of the year, no matter what, no matter the holiday, no matter the day, no matter the weekend, you are allowed to feel your feelings. So feel them. They're demanded to be felt. On that note, I am so happy that you got to listen to my holiday season episode of, you know, what does it feel like? What do I do? I'm super stressed. I'm super anxious about going home and being with my family or family coming to me. So what are the things that I can do, right? So I'm so glad that we kind of had that discussion and that conversation about what we actually can do. So on that note, thank you so much for coming to my podcast, Side Grace. 
It means the absolute world to me that I get to do this every single week. I'm super, like, super grateful for it. And I'm grateful for all of you who are new and for all of you who've been continuously listening. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you are listening to so you can get reminders each week when we come out with a new episode, as well as leave a review. Share this with a friend or family member that you think can really find this helpful, as well as follow me on my official Side Grace Instagram. Thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful week.